I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada, but it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So Go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. 
The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me, for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. 
who wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone, your courage is lost, you're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, 
and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. Yep, <laughs> that's us. That's how uh, we start the, the show fuck? every day. Why are we so blurry? I have no idea. That's so weird. What the fuck is going on? That is crazy. Anyway, uh, I am the making with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. v Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What's going on, fuckers? Is it still blurry on Rumble? Another day, another dollar. Uh, let's go live. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it is. What the fuck? I have no idea. We're broadcasting just fine. So weird. You got me. Rumble's getting thwarted again. Yeah. No, no, it's coming back a little bit. 1080. It's getting a little better. It's getting a little better. Give it a minute. It's got to warm up, I guess. I thought weird. I gave it a 50 minute warm up. Did you add red pill? Yep. Uh, no, you didn't. Yep. It's on. Oh, it's on. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, red pill. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yep. So uh, tonight, um, where do you want to start? How was your day? I guess that's where we should start. Oh, give me that look right off the bat. All right, bitch. Well, last night, so the other day, well, let's back up. A couple months ago, our cooktop randomly broke, which is an induction glass cooktop. Okay. It wasn't really random, was it, so much? Anyway, this one I'm pointing a finger at. It broke. Uh, it cracked. The glass cracked. Right? Not a big deal. All the, the all the burners still worked. I was like, oh fuck it, whatever. It's fine. And then two nights ago, as I'm cooking dinner, all of a sudden there was this great big pop, and I was like, fuck. And the stovetop turned off. And Mick's like, oh, you just blew the breaker. All right. So he went and turned the breaker back on. And two of the burners didn't work. Two of the three burners didn't, or two of the five burners didn't work. But I still had three working burners. Okay. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, all right. Whatever. We're pushing out at 1080. I don't know uh, why. I know. I don't, I don't know. Um, and then last night after the show, I went to cook dinner. And... Nothing worked. The entire stovetop. Just kaput. kaput. Done. Kaput. kaput. It's dead. So I had to go buy a new stovetop today. So I went to Home Depot and I went to Lowe's. And of course, nothing is actually in stop. It's like like it's a, a drop in cooktop. Um, I could get a gas one before Thanksgiving, but we don't have gas hookup. It has to be electric. So uh, I had to order an electric cooktop. I mean, they're on sale. They're like 40% off right now because of Black Friday, which isn't here yet, but okay. Um, it's being delivered the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we're hosting Thanksgiving dinner here. So then I was like, all right. So I, I'm on my way out of Lowe's. I got the stove from Home Depot, but I had to go Lowe's for other things. So on my way to Lowe's, I uh, I saw they had a, a Blackstone 17-inch electric griddle on sale. A, a tabletop culinary electric griddle with its own fucking hood. And I was like, guess I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner on a griddle. <laughs> so I've done that crazier shit, and we're going to do it on the yeah, grill. And it'll, be, it'll, it'll be partly on the egg and partly in the deep fryer and partly in the air fryer and partly on the griddle and some in the oven. You know, it'll all work. It'll be fine. We'll get through it. Yep. So, um, happy birthday. It'll be, it'll, that was my birthday present. I bought a new fucking stove. 
Holy okay, shit, crazy Chuck, it's your birthday again, dude? Wasn't it just like your birthday like a couple months ago, dude? I could have I swear to God it was. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was last year, me and you were talking about your birthday, because your birthday comes before You could have loaned me your what? Before mine. Wix, your drop-in cooktop? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to do anyway. I always deep fry my turkeys. Do yeah. you want me to bring some camp stoves and no, a hot plate? No, we got it. She went out and bought a fucking... Uh, a blackstone. She she's like, I bought a new griddle, and I was like, Why? We already have one. She goes, Well, I'll never boil water. I was like, It doesn't need to fucking boil water. We do. We can, the, the only thing babe, I mm -hmm. I've got four jet propane burners out there that I could have boiled water on. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, that's true. And Heather was like, You can use a turkey fryer as a Jesus, like water boiling. Pot yes, too. that's what I, I was going to use is the jet burners for the turkey. Except boil. we need it for the turkey. No, I've got four of them. What the fuck? Do Everybody keeps giving them to me. How do we have four turkey fryers? Your fucking father? My dad. Never mind. My dad. So, uh, oh, yeah. Yes, no, happy okay. birthday, anonymity. I did not realize it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Sweet. So anyway. Another year around the earth you have rotated, supposedly, according to the globe earthers. So we had this, like, you know, cheap-ass $20, but 10 years ago, presto griddle. You know, you cook flapjacks and whatever bacon eggs. bacon on them but that it has one of those like little grill like grease traps that bitch is gone i don't know where the power cord is for it either it got lost somewhere in the move and i'm like so basically i have a, a large paperweight doesn't do any good so i was like all right so we're cooking thanksgiving dinner in a griddle yeah but whatever. she went out and got a blackstone not like not like a cheap one not like a fucking quick top quick top Think, they no, didn't no, have no. any of those. I love. She dropped a fucking blackstone. I was like, "All right, all right." I was pissed off with you because you got a new one, but you got a blackstone. I guess I really can't bitch. Mm -mm. At least I know my wife knows some good shit when she sees it. I mean, it was on sale. <laughs> That's the only thing she always says. <laughs> yes, it was on, it's on sale. sale. That's why you got a green egg. Dude, your green <laughs> egg is hardcore on sale. Okay, it is. It was. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I know. I know, Wix. The nice ones are on sale right now. That's why I got a nice one on Absolutely. sale. Absolutely. Because <laughs> fuck, if it's 40% off, am I going to get the nice one or am I going to get the cheap one? I'm going to get the nice one. Fuck it. She got the good one. I, I can't bitch. Yeah. She got the good one. So anyway. So that was that. So, hey, before we start memory holing shit, before we all start going blind on bullshit politics. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more before you jump into it. I'm sorry. Just got to jump in. Oh, wait. Yeah, I forgot. I got something actually I wanted to bring up. Because uh, first thing this morning, I opened up my email. Well, it wasn't quite first thing. First thing this morning, I opened up the news and I sent a story to Zion at fucking six o'clock in the morning. And he was like, well, that was a hell of a way to wake up. <laughs> we'll get to that. Anyway, well, we will get to that. But um, I checked my email and I got an email from our friends over at uh, Survival Essentials, yeah. our seed people. And they are offering, just for you guys, just for our listeners, exclusive, 40% off seed packs at Survival Essentials. So it's survival-essentials.com, 40% off with promo code DEFIANT. Normally it's 10% off. Right now they're doing 40% off. So just for you Christmas guys, best. because it, yeah. you guys really have killed it. And uh, between that and, I mean, we were like, why wouldn't we put your product with our product? Because I mean, it doesn't make any sense. If you don't have the seeds to start the garden, what the fuck is the point in getting the electroculture? Exactly. So you might as well put both together. 
Mm-hmm. And it's taken off. And I got to tell you, you all are fucking crazy. Keep doing it. Yep. Because guess what? It looks really close here. The only thing you're going to have to eat is what you're fucking growing in your backyard. Oh, yeah. Or hunt shooting in your backyard. We'll get to that, too. Mm-hmm. It's coming up, though. So <laughs> keep doing it. You need it. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. You know what I you know what I hope? This is my ultimate hope is that from all of this, I know that all of our hardcore P1 listeners, P1 listeners, just for anybody that's not in the business, is the guys that listen all the time, the guys and gals that are in these chats every night that we're on, they're in here adding their own two cents Lindsay, in the comments. Griff, LG, Ellsworth, I, mean, I, I, I can name I most Texas, of you. Liana, you know, and Texas Trout. Everybody, I, and I'm not that's skipping I'm over anybody. Right I, I'm just, look, the one thing I hope is that you folks have abundance of food. I hope you have more food than you know what to do with. I hope we've showed you, we prepared you. And when the shit hits the fan, you go, my God, they weren't lying. Yep. And we didn't buy shit from them. They just showed us how to do it. And they did it. That's all I want to hear. Because you know what? This was successful. If after all the shit hits the fan, we show up at your house one day and they're like, dude, we have more food than we know what to do with. That's the type of good shit I want to hear. I don't want to hear about, oh, I made billions of dollars. The billions of dollars aren't going to fucking are going to do shit for you in about a year. Billions of dollars don't do dick for you. They're good right now. It's like a whore. She's good right now, but 10, 10 months down the road, all you're doing is itching your pecker. Good night, Craig. <laughs> good night, Craig. Uh, Sparky, we don't know why the picture's blurry. We're pushing no out at 1080. We it's have, so weird. We're broadcasting perfectly on this. I side. might, you know, maybe we should play an ad real quick. Shut the camera off, shut the whole thing down, and turn it back up. Turn it back on. Um. Uh... Sure, try it. I yeah. guess. I, I all right. We're gonna we're gonna do this quick and see what serious. you do. Serious. Here we go. Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD. Okie doke. Okay. We're just trying to make sure the camera came up good. I'm hoping it's... When in doubt, hard reboot. Nope. Nope. What the fuck? I have no idea. Me neither. Um, hmm. Let me try one other thing. Okay. Real quick. I don't want to do it, but I hate doing it, but I don't really have a choice, do I?
They just did a fucking huge update today on both the computer and on the VPN. And what the fuck? Nope, that's not the problem. I, I, I have no idea. We we are perfectly clear on our screen. Screen and there's it's getting a little better over there now. Okay, yep, now it's it getting sure better. is, motherfucker. Yep. God. Yep. And it's clearing up now. All right. It was the VPN. Fuck. That sucks. Wow. Yeah, when I tried to get in earlier, it told me it couldn't even, it couldn't get to the VPN. Yeah, because it, it, it was up to, update. Yeah. It did a huge update today, and I had a, mm -hmm. that's why I had the boy in here earlier trying to fix everything. Mm. Anyway, before we, uh, oh, before we get into that too, because I got some funny shit I got to talk about today. So anyway, I was working today. This is hysterical. You guys know the APE eight pound mallet, like sledges, the big sledges that you use to beat the shit out of metal with. So I had one of those on top of this ladder with this kid. He's not a new kid. We've had him before, but he only works, you know, when he's off of school and shit. So we're, I'm on this ladder. The ladder falls over. And not I, the one who moved to Florida and bangs everything. That moves, no, right? no, no, no. Okay. That's, that's no, no. He, okay. He's down there. He's a Floridian now. He's banging everything that yeah, moves in Florida. Exactly. Okay. He probably has a couple diseases, by the way. Anyway. Hey, um, I hear old folks homes are, are the way to go. The ladder fell over that I was on. And uh, when I hit the ground, he was on the other side of me. So he couldn't see like the ladder and shit. But when I, I kind of hit the ground, I landed, I kind of did the Superman landing, you know, with the knee in the ground and the fist over the other knee, a little hard on my knee. My knee's still a little sore from it, but the, the hammer landed right behind me and chipped this dude's concrete floor <gasps> and like concrete chips went spraying from behind me. And he couldn't see that only you, babe. And he looked at me and he goes, holy shit. Are you made out of all metal? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, dude, you just hit the floor and concrete went spraying everywhere. I was like, oh, Jesus, you're a numb nuts. Whatever. I didn't even say anything. I just, yes. I just went on. You I just said just, yes. I was just like, yeah, whatever, yes, dude. Yes, I'm completely made out of metal. Holy shit. It was, it was so fun funny. That night. kid was sitting there. There's a special little button I pushed to make it vibrate. <laughs> That kid was sitting there with his mouth agape because he was like, he just landed on the concrete and shipped the concrete. Who does that? And I was like, holy fuck. Anyway. Wow. Before we get anyway. going, though, uh, something I don't want us to memory hold. And this is a video I have not seen in a hot minute. I have not seen this since you January, saw it in person? January 7th. January 7th was the last time I saw this video. It was immediately scrubbed from the internet. And I don't know how many of you have ever seen this video. You want to know how staged January 6th was? Here you go. This is how staged. Oh, by the way, the two individuals that we're talking about here, these are undercover FBI agents, of by the way. Of course they were. He's getting his disguise on. Okay, so remember this. I'm going to wear a mask underneath the mask. You should wear this. I'm wondering if I should wear. What do you think I should wear as a hat? Should wear this or this? Yeah. Um. Here, this is your mask. Oh my God, the America mask. Dude, 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 I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. You're, you you got to blend in. 
I know you can't stomach wearing it, but like you need to blend it. You can't, you have to have a visual identifier. Mm. I am not, you're not coming if you're not wearing this. All right. You, you can also wear this. Yeah. The, the America hat might be my move, but we'll see. We'll keep, I'll bring them both in my backpack. We've got Fox News. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, CNN. We're ready to. Um, we're ready. I work. I don't know if we're committing crimes doing this, but you know, like, we're. Are you insinuating that I don't work for all three of these companies simultaneously? I, I am at I least like a little bit insinuating like, that. You feel like you think that I don't work for all of them. They they won't trust you unless there's a visual, like there's something visual. Yes, this is real. That was taped on January sixth, prior to the rally. Those were FBI agents getting ready to go downtown to the rally. They posted it to their TikTok because they thought they were important. It got scrubbed from the internet like a motherfucker on January 7th. It was gone. I was trying to find it for the show. I couldn't find it. That's the only video I've seen of it, and it just popped up today. And when I saw it, I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. It's back on the internet, which tells me that, hey, maybe Elon isn't the Antichrist as we thought he was. I mean, he probably still is. But now that shit's getting back out there. There's all, there's all sorts of videos that changing, Antifa changing in the trees mm-hmm. on January 6th is back out there. That's been scrubbed from the internet since <laughs> January 7th as well. So to give you an idea, there's some videos that we've got of people that were doing fucking nefarious shit on January 7th or on January 6th. And nobody is nobody in America has ever seen these videos and they're just coming out now. And part of it is because of this guy is because of this guy. Because he will not let this go. Good. These buses are nefarious in nature and were filled with FBI informants dressed as Trump supporters you, and you, deployed onto our Capitol on January 6th. You made, your day you is your, coming, Mr. Ray. These buses are nefarious. That's how coming, look, look, look at the number of buses in the background there. Yep. Look at them. Though all those buses were in an underground parking garage that were transporting undercover FBI agents to the January 6th rally. You want to know why I say there's 6.7 million people at January 6th, other than what the Secret Service told me? Because the FBI deployed around 100,000 agents alone into the crowd. They even have that many. Oh, oh yeah. On a moment's notice, yeah. They can call up that many. Jesus. Think about that. 100,000? Why do you need 100,000 agents in a crowd? Anybody? Anybody. Especially a peace-loving crowd like January 6th. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Here we go. Here's another one. And here's more. This is actually good. This is... uh, This is where it gets spicy. Again, we almost saw another fucking UFC event on... Our, in our capital today he was on uh he was on neil cavuto um not this guy but the guy that that uh yeah, i know mike O'Brien. Mullen. Yeah, i know mike i Mullen. saw it i he saw was it. On oh, we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that yeah i'm Dude, gonna get to, i got all his, over it's i got hysterical. his professional record if you all want to know what it is he was actually a halfway decent fighter he's he was 50, an mma fighter he was 57 and 11 he had 57 wins 11 losses and he has uh 
was it 50, 52 of them were knockouts? Cavuto asked him, he was like, if he had challenged, if he had, if he had uh, accepted your challenge, would you have gotten down and fight and fought him? And he was like, absolutely. Dude, he, he's a, he's a black belt in jujitsu and he's a red belt in, I, I forget what it is, like Cobb McGraw, some shit like that. Anyway, whatever, kick your ass. Dude. <laughs> He'd fucking dude if they got into a fight yesterday, that would have been epic. Cause yeah. that dude would have. Oh man, he would have controlled but the hips honestly, all day long. H I think Higgins too. H Higgins is no joke either. He can throw down some punches. I'm pretty fucking sure. He's an old boy from Louisiana. Anybody from Louisiana that I've met uh, back in my day, in the number of years that Oklahoma, I've been on Louisiana, this earth, Texas, forty the forty eight years that I've been on this earth, I can tell you right now, most of the old boys from Louisiana, they know how to fight whether they want to or not. Mm. They just fucking throw down. Director Ray, last year, you might recall, sir, our exchange regarding the FBI's involvement on January 6th and prior. I'm happy to jog your memory to quote, according to the record, I asked you, did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol on January 6th prior to the doors being opened? You responded, I quote again, I have to be very careful of what I say, to which I said, it should be a no. Can you not tell the American people, no, we did not. Okay, hold on one second. You're right. No, you're right, Sparky. He was an amateur. That was his amateur card. It wasn't a professional card. Even still, though, you know as well as I do, any amateur against anybody that's never been trained is fucked. You know that anybody with the last name O'Brien though kind of comes instinctively trained. Yeah, well, he knows how to fight, but it doesn't mean that he knows how to fight well. Sure, he knows how to throw down on the streets of New York. And that's exactly, Mullins will fucking tear him to yeah. pieces. Yeah, no, the senator is the one with the MMA record. Yes, Sparky. Anyway, not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol on January sixth. A year has passed. We sit here again a year later. We, the people, still do not have a definitive answer from you or anyone else in the Biden administration regarding the FBI presence and participation in the months leading up to the November election and in the weeks and days prior to January 6th and on January 6th here in D.C., we can't get a straight answer, although we have a tremendous amount of evidence harvested and reviewed over the course of the last year, which you will see in September, Stephen D'Artano, formerly in charge of the FBI's field office in Washington, D.C., testified to the House Judiciary Committee that he was aware the FBI informants would attend the Stop the Steal rally thrown on January 6th. You confirmed that the FBI had confidential human sources at the Stop the Steal rally on January 6th here in D.C., sir? Congressman, as we've discussed before, I'm not going to get into where we have or have not used confidential human sources. But what okay, I can we'll tell move you, on. you asked for a definitive We'll move answer. on. It's my time. You said no, you're not going to answer. That's cool. We're watching. Mr. Chairman, may you're, I answer the question? A moment. The moment will come. This is my time. Earlier this year, an FBI informant who is reported to have, quote, his quote, under oath, 
marched to the U.S. Capitol with fellow Proud Boys members on January 6th, close quote. He said he was communicating with his FBI handler while people were entering the U.S. Capitol. Can you confirm that the FBI had that sort of engagement with your own agents embedded within the crowd on January 6th? If you are asking whether the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and or agents, the answer is emphatically You're saying not. no. No. You're saying no. Not okay. violence orchestrated Let's by FBI on. sources or agents. Are you familiar with, with, you know what a ghost vehicle is? Director, director of the FBI certainly should. You know what a ghost bus is? A ghost bus? Ghost bus. I'm not sure I've used that term before. Okay. Well, it's pretty common in, in law enforcement. It's, it's a vehicle that's that's used for secret purposes. It's painted over. These two buses in the middle here, they were the first to arrive at Union Station on January 6th, 0500. I have all this evidence. I'm showing you a tip of this iceberg. Mr. Chairman. These two buses Mr. are Chairman. painted completely white. Point of order. Point of order. Sure. Run over the time. I understand, but you'll recall that Miss Jackson Lee's been allowed to go two minutes before. I've been very fair in letting people finish their questioning throughout my tenure as chairman, and I'll continue to be fair on that regard. But I will make a note to the members: if you could stay as close within your time as possible, we have a lot of people that want to ask these gentlemen questions. So, with that, the gentleman yields. But uh, your your point, I've been very fair in this, Mr. Ivey, uh, with everybody on this side of the aisle just as much. I don't think I accuse you of being unfair, Mr. Chairman. Uh, you're you're making a point. Okay, thank you. Uh, I now recognize, now recognize Mr. May Gray. I close this, this statement, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. No, Chairman? No, I, I, think, I think your time is expired. Mr. I note that, that other members across the aisle have been, been granted time, and I object well, to, my, to my question being, well, being closed. This is a very significant hearing, Mr. Chairman, and these buses are nefarious in nature and were filled with FBI informants dressed as Trump supporters you, and you, deployed onto our Capitol on January 6th. Mr. Chairman, Your you day is your, coming, Mr. Point, Ray. Mr. Uh, Higgins. I now recognize... Your day is coming, Mr. Ray. Yep. Your day is definitely coming, Mr. Ray. And soon. Because I, okay, why are we calm? No, no, no. No, America, I'm dead serious. Oh. This is this is a serious question. You're because, talking about America? No, no, listen, listen. Why are we calm? No, I'm dead serious. Because let me tell you something. You got the FBI that's lying to you. The Secret Service just proved that they're lying to you. Oh, Oh, it got better. Do you know what happened last night after we aired our little part about the cocaine in the White House? Hmm. Do you know what the White House released? Hmm. You know what they got? Oh, they got evidence. They they did get three specimens of DNA from that plastic baggie. The Secret Service did. Because oh, yeah? there was enough of us that called them incompetent, and we said that you suck at your job. I mean, they do. That enough people finally said, wait a minute. No, no, no. We got evidence. I knew if you harp on that part, if you push that button, you suck at your job. I knew exactly what I was doing when I did that. And oh, little does it comes out that there were three vials of DNA collected from the plastic baggie. Really? Yeah. Who'd they belong to? They call it a transmission source. 
What does that mean? Well, some people have been convicted of crimes of this. It, it does happen. It means that somebody like a, a first responder, an EMS worker, somebody showed up with somebody else's DNA on their body. And when they went to touch the crime scene, either to help or oh, to hinder transference, the transference was there. And that's how the DNA got there. Well, the problem is, is that this is the fucking White House. This is a public space. If you work in the White House and your DNA was found on that bag, guess what, motherfucker? You got it in there. Because nobody else did. Hmm. Tell me something. If it was a gentleman. Just say guys, because I know guys, ladies, I know you carry your kerchiefs. Guys, we carry handkerchiefs. We keep them right here in the breast pocket of our jackets when we're wearing a, a suit. Well, not so much anymore, but. Why didn't they find a plastic baggie with like a handkerchief or a, or, a or a, a tissue or a kerchief cupped around it? Why did they find the baggie? But that means somebody touched it before they put it down. Mm -hmm. And it was in the middle of summer, so they wouldn't be wearing gloves. Nope. I don't believe it. Don't buy it. Don't buy mm. into this cocaine story, folks. There's there's bullshit afoot in the Secret Service. Oh, and guess what they did with the, D, the, the, the baggie of the cocaine? Oh, they said to destroy. Uh, yeah, it was on fire. It's on fire. It's already been burned. It's mm -hmm. gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, they destroyed it like um, less than what a month after. Not even a week after. Mm -hmm. Which is the fastest I've ever seen them transpose. You can evidence walk into in an my evidence whole locker life. in any police station in the country and find coke from like twenty years ago. Look, fuckers, I had a computer stolen out of my car. I got a letter from the police department six and a half years after the computer was stolen out of my car that the computer was destroyed. Just for insurance records. I was like, wow, that would have been great. Like fucking three years ago, five years ago when I had to buy a new one, you ass clowns. Sparky says, why was it in a locker and not kept in a pocket unless searches happened? No, no, it was passed off. It was delivered. It was passed off. It was delivered. It was delivered. It was put in a locker because if whoever you, called up their dealer. No, no, no. And said, look, drop it in this locker. No, 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 no. You have to look at the security measures. All right. You don't get a full body search until you enter the White House. All right. In that entrance, you would go through a pat down at the desk if you tried to enter the White House. But if you just walk into that little alcove. area, alcove, where those boxes are, walk up, stick a key in there, throw something in there, close it and walk out. You're never searched. And if you're an if you're a member of the first family, you're also not searched. And or the senior staff, you have mm -hmm. to be a member of the big thirteen as well. Sorry about that. Anyway, mm -hmm. moving right along. Yep. You asked why you asked why everyone was calm, but I thought you were talking about me. Um, no, no. No. Well, here's why I'm calm. Just letting you know. Well, I've, I'm always calm, but. You're I, never I, calm. I don't understand why the rest of the people aren't losing their fucking mind about this. But here's why I'm calm.
So I got a question. That's a lot of signs. Yeah, but you got to bring, you got to, you got to do that again where everybody, you got to read it so everybody can hear it because I know there's people that are lurking. They're just not. Okay. So why do you think Jesus is coming back soon? Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great Euphrates River and it dried up so that the kings from the east could march their armies toward the west without hindrance. And look at that, the Euphrates River is dried up and this mysterious, mysterious tunnel appeared. Then the sixth angel blew his trumpet. And I heard a voice speaking from the four horns of the gold altar that stands in the presence of God. And the voice said to the sixth angel who held the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great Euphrates River. Revelation 9.13. Look, the Euphrates tunnel has not been confirmed. And then he also said- Wait, what was that? Uh, go back. I, I can't she... go back. It's fucking Instagram. I can't go back. Fuck. I, I couldn't read that. I couldn't see that. I, I know that there's a, the, the there's, chambers. There's mysteri- yeah, there's six doors. chambers and there's mysterious sounds coming yes. from there. And he also said, it is finished. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. Alpha, Pause. the symbol of the omega. Of the, of the Omega, which he called himself an overhead view of the dried up Euphrates imitates the symbol of the Omega. Hmm. Estrus five, seven to 17 fish will be washed up on the shores of the dead sea. The voice of one whom many do not know will be heard at night. Everyone will hear it. Look at that dead fish wash up on the riverbank in drought hit Iraq. And when you hear of wars and insurrections, don't panic. Yes, these things must take place first, but the end won't follow immediately. And when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then you will know that the time of its destruction has arrived. And here we are, the Israel-Hamas war. There will be great earthquakes, and there will be famines and plagues in many lands, and there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven. Below is a list of the international mobilization and offers of assistance since the earthquakes. Thousands dead in Turkey. And then, of course, a global food crisis. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many. Matthew 24, 5. California man accused of running over and fatally stabbing doctor has no regrets, claims he is Jesus Christ. Uh... Another man, a Brazilian man, claims he is Jesus Christ reincarnated. Ex-traffic cop says he is Jesus. Man claiming to be Christ reincarnated speaks in Orlando. Seven men around the world who claim to be Jesus. Cult leader claimed to be reincarnation of Jesus from Russia. One more prophet, man in Kenya, says he is Jesus Christ, had claimed to turn water into tea. 
I can do that too. Just put a tea bag in it. <laughs> I'm about to say, how hard is that? Tea. Dude, that's not even magical. The beast of the sea also forced everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or in his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark. And here we are. No more wallet. Hand, plant, hand implant allows people to pay with a chip. So, warnings against denying the sun. Dear children, this is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. Holy cow, can one heifer herald the third temple and the end of the world as we know it? Mount of Olives, Jerusalem. Five red heifers arrived in Israel amid great fanfare. Because some Jews and Gentiles believe red heifers are a key element to leading the build, to the building of the third Jewish temple. Yeah. Understand that the third Jewish temple also is the ultimate destruction of Christianity. So comes One of twice weighted. Twice weighted. Look, folks, if you don't think we're close... You're higher than a kite, and I need to start smoking the same shit you're on. Here's soon the only way, and uh, I don't know if y'all had the problem today. I did. My cell phone didn't work almost all morning long. I had to end up turning it off and waiting about an hour before I turned it back on. And when I turned it back on, I finally had a cell signal that worked. I'm just saying, look, you if you don't believe it's close, God, God bless you. Because uh, that's the only thing you've got now. It, it's it. And if you haven't been listening, you haven't been preparing, you haven't been getting ready, you haven't been putting things in order, it, it's too late now. We, we, we've got, you've got no more time. Time is not on your side anymore. Time is working against you. Your time to get ready was before. If you didn't heed or warrant or hear the messages, it's probably too late. I, I got to be honest. If you're just trying to start now, this shit, have you ever watched The Seventh Sign? Mm -hmm. If you've ever watched The Seventh Sign, this is all in that movie. Everything she just played is in that movie. That's some scary fucking shit. That's, that's, you know, God's coming back. And he ain't, nope. If you've done wrong, you're done. He's going to know. Actually, Gabriel's going to know, but that's neither here nor there. You'll, you'll figure that out at the time of passing. But So this morning, first thing I saw when I woke up, 19 volcanoes erupt at the same time. Just play the video before you read the article, because normally when you read the article, it's the same shit they say in the video. No, this is just Mount Etna erupting. When was this? Mount Etna eruption lights up the Sicilian sky. We talked about Mount oh, Etna yeah, yesterday yeah. erupting. Yesterday. Right. Yep. So um, November 12th, it actually erupted. That's also part of the ring of fire, just in case you're wondering. But don't worry. Experts say it's totally normal for 19 volcanoes to erupt at the same time around the world. On one day. All literally at the same time. Totally normal. Totally normal. Those scientists also are the same ones that told you to go get a jab. And they were also the ones that told you to wear a mask. They were also the same ones that told you, oh, 
Oh, what RNA? No, 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 no. Messenger RNA. We can reproduce it. We can make it for. We can make you better. We can make you stronger and faster. Didn't, wasn't that the opening to Bionic Man? Didn't we all see through the bullshit back then in the seventies, or was that the ten million dollar man? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know, but this is um. You're gay. Why are you gay? Why are you gay? You get hired as a plumber to go to Raytheon. Then they upgrade you to firefight. You have access to pretty much everything while you're there uh, in Antarctica. For the average person that, you know, when you think about Antarctica, this is kind of where I go to. You know, fun facts and strange facts about Antarctica. Okay. It's a desert, driest continent on the planet. Uh, very few people live there, 140 permanent residents. It was discovered recently in 1820 by Russian expedition. Uh, no country owns it. It wasn't named until 1890s. Mostly ice, 90%. Holds most of, most of the world's fresh water, 60 to 90%. It used to be as warm as Melbourne years ago, 40, 50 million years ago. 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Right now it's 128 degrees minus 120 degrees Fahrenheit, give or take. No time zone. There's The only way you can go is north has active volcanoes, subglacial lake that flows blood red, uh, diamond dust floats. Even back in the days, Hitler was fascinated by Antarctica, where he had a passion for the occult, and when he was searching for something in Antarctica, the Nazi Germany's built a station in Antarctica, however, was abandoned some 70-something years ago. So they offer you a job to go to Antarctica. One, how do they find you? What were they asking you to do? What was your job description? And what did you find when you went there? Okay, I'm going to pause this right now. I've been offered the same job. As a plumber? No. I was offered to go to Antarctica as a firefighter for an eight-month tour. They wanted military guys specific because military guys, you all know, you all motherfuckers know, everybody that served in the military knows that us military guys know how to do it for eight months where we don't have to see our family. We don't have to see our kids. We just live down there. We don't say shit. We don't complain. We don't carry on. We know that we're down there to do a job and that when that job's over, we're going to go home. Mm -hmm. I, I was asked to go down to Antarctica to be the one of four firefighters that work on the fire station down there. I said, no. Because this dumbass was like, no, you're not allowed to leave again because I just came home literally for good. And they asked me right after I just came home. It, it's just Antarctica. It, it's no joke. They they got fires down there, too. Could I have gone down there and probably seen some cool shit? Come back and reported on it? Yeah. Um, Didn't want to leave my family for that long? No, not really. Not for that fucking week of pay. I could have gone to Afghanistan and made more money. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. That's where the problem is. They I don't said, pay you enough. I said no to him running the it's gauntlet. It's like 50 grand yeah, to go I down said, there. It's 150 grand if you go over to Afghanistan. Exactly. I said no to him running the gauntlet for 150 grand tax-free. I was not about to say yes to him going to fucking Antarctica for 50 grand. That was not worth it. Anyway. I found them because the economy you found them. I found okay. them. The economy had tanked so poorly that my business was not doing well. And I was reaching out to find out what was going on. You're living in New York at the time. I was living on Long Island at okay. the time. Correct. They were literally the only person on the planet that would cut me a check at that point. 
Why is that? Just the economy. Okay. I, I was putting out applications and getting no response. This is post 2008, 2009 market yes, tanks, sir. 38%. Yes, sir. Tough times, economy's bad. Got it. Correct. I had two children to feed and was going to take any contract from anyone that was going to cut me a check. I absolutely did not want to go to the South Pole Station. I did not want to spend a winter there. I did not believe you could have functioning plumbing. As a plumbing and heating specialist, I thought this was all like a joke. I couldn't believe what was going on, but I was going to go take the check. Just, I had no fondness for Raytheon. I did a short stint after high school in the United States Submarine Service. I learned what Raytheon is really about, which is killing people. They love making weapons. I mean, that's their bread and butter. So I was pensive about being employed directly by them, and I went regardless. I kept my eyes and ears open. I was like a sponge the entire time that I was there. I knew that they had to be lying about something if Raytheon was involved. And um, lo and behold, after quite a few years, I, I figured out you know, what was really going on. So while, you're, so while you're taking the job, you're skeptical about them, but mm -hmm. because you need the income, you're willing to take the job because I got to take care of my family, my two kids. That's kind of what your mindset is. Yes, sir. Okay, so now you go there. Um, what do you see? What was it like? Where were you living? What was your days looking like? Sleep pattern, work, you know, climate? How did you adjust to it? Was family back in town? Kind of give us a little bit of that. When I first showed up to Antarctica, it was the summer season. And we were staying in what are called Jamesways, which are these Korean War era tents that I was assured that the one that I was sleeping in had probably gotten more shelled than any other tent through the whole entire mm -hmm. Korean War debacle. Um, it was very cold. When I landed, I think it was minus 50 degrees Fahrenheit. And the environment, I would say, right off the bat, was obviously probably one of the most compartmentalized facilities that I had ever shown up to. And I, I knew it was going to be a trip trying to figure out what was really going on. The science folk there, which I've seen this in other facilities as well, they are very egocentric. It's very easy to, to you know, rub the back of a scientist, say you're doing a great job, you're going to save the world, everything here is to support what now, the part he's about to get into, I'm going to add to this a little bit. I, too, have talked to science folks. He is not lying. If you just touch their back, let them know that you think they're badass, they will tell you all that and then some you. The problem with our country, in case you're all wondering, we talk too much. is our scientists love to run their fucking mouths. They don't know when Everybody somebody- Everybody loves to run their fucking mouths. They don't know. Think about it. Think about all the videos we show you with the James O'Keefe ones, where they know, they know that James O'Keefe is trying to get them on camera. You've even and heard they, people say like, oh, you sound like an undercover reporter, and then they keep running their mouths. And they keep going, mm -hmm. because all they want is the publicity. Yes, Lindsay, ego. That's it's exactly all, it. It ego. is exactly that. Okay. There are seven values, seven values in the spy realm, okay? There are seven of them. There are seven ways you can get hit. You can get hit with dirty pictures. So if you've got pictures of you with an underage female or an underage male, or even in a gay relationship and you're not gay, those are dirty pictures. That's the first thing they can hold over your head. Money's the, the biggest one.
money is by far the biggest one because they can bankrupt you to hell and uh, you can't do anything about it. Like, what are you going to say? I was taking dirty money. Like, it's like you robbing a drug dealer. What is a drug dealer going to go to the cops and say, oh, well, I'm a drug dealer and he stole my drugs. Wait a minute. You're admitting to a worse crime than what this guy just did. You once had a guy come into your office and tell you that the military was putting drugs in his drugs. Correct. That's That's pretty hard. That was hardcore. (laughs) But I mean, there's stupid people out there that do that. But that money is the number one. Drugs is another one. Because they can get you on drugs because they know we got to get piss tested in the military. And that guy probably wasn't wrong, honestly. The military probably was putting a fucked up drugs in his drugs. He, he probably wasn't. <laughs> he actually is probably was more probably right on target than what he was telling say. me at the time. I just wasn't high to listen to him and I didn't have the time to listen to him. So I kicked, my, kicked his ass out of my office and told him to go talk to CID. But uh, outside of drugs, after that, then it becomes all ego. Because ego is the next one. If you rub a person's ego right, they will talk to you forever. Just do it one day. Go into your boss and be like, you know what? Most great leaders are assholes. And let me tell you, you're one of the best leaders I've ever seen. And let me tell you something. He won't even know that you just called him an asshole. But he will tell you everything about his job. Why? Because we don't know how to keep our fucking mouths shut. It's true. So, and Mick, uh, actually anyone that goes out with me, like even for a walk, right? Um, or I'll go walk the dogs. I walked the dogs with Liam the other day. We're walking down the street. And I'm telling him about all the people in the neighborhood. we be out for a walk and we'll meet someone and Mick will be three or four paces in front of me and I'll stop to talk to them. And I won't talk to them for three or four minutes. And I'll go up to Mick and he'll be like, oh, who is that? And I'll tell him the person's whole life story. Yeah. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. It's called the gift of gab. I if, can get so much information out of somebody. It's not even funny. Folks, one of my uh, one of my best things was because I am so blue collar that like I don't know any other way other, in life other than to work. I, I don't you're if you think the same way that I do that, like. Your retirement is going to be working a less deadly job than you worked when you first started working. Then you and I are on the same sheet of music because that's where I'm at. I don't know of another way than other than to work. Like everything I do is work. So I don't, I don't associate anything else outside of that with anything else other than having fun and shooting shit. That's fun to me. I don't consider that work. Yes, Sparky. I can do that too. But when when you look at this, one of the things that I had that a lot of people didn't was that blue collar mentality where I, I don't fucking care about my language. I really don't. I know you guys know because you're in here every night dealing with it and you guys don't bitch and I don't expect you to bitch because it's the freedom of fucking speech. Look, you don't like cuss words. Fine. Go somewhere else. This isn't for you, but this shit right here is the gift of gab. When you can talk blue collar shit and get somebody to try and dumb it down. Oh, oh, get somebody to dumb it down for you. That is the best. That's where they give up all the secrets. Tell them to dumb it. Hey, say it like my classic line was 
explain it to me like I'm a four-year-old. Because seriously, that's the way I need to hear it. But you're going to give up so much detail explaining it to me like I'm a four-year-old that I'm just sitting there recording everything going, yep, I agree. Absolutely. That's, that's that makes the, sense. That's the way you make physics work. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, let's let this guy continue before we do the tribute. What you're doing. But I started noticing that every scientist was saying the same story to me. You know, every time I would take the key, open the door, walk into a compartment, discuss with them what they were doing in there, I kept hearing, you know, this is the most important work at the facility. Everybody here is to support what I'm doing. I said, oh, okay. I hear you loud and clear. And then I go to the next room and I'd hear the same thing. And I started to paint this picture in my own head that everybody here is bamboozled. Nobody here has a clue what's actually going on, but they sure believe that they're the most important thing here. So what was actually going on? What do you think was actually going on? Directed energy weapons platforms operating under the false pretenses of science. That's what's actually going on at the South Pole Station. There are Holy fuck. Did you hear that, y'all? Directed energy weapons platforms what, what, at the South Pole Station. What do you think they're doing down there? Yep, here you go. Technologies and weapons-grade technologies on this planet that the average citizen cannot even begin to wrap their brains around. And that's why I'm speaking out. That's my motivation is that we, the people of this planet, are obligated to leave it better than we found it for our children. And if we have no idea the disaster that we were handed, we're not in a position to rectify the problem. So I'm trying to bring everybody's. It's not so much direct. I, I see, you know, I, I got a, one of my. <sighs> One of my very, 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 very good friends, and you know exactly who I'm talking about here, DS. Mm -hmm. That's all I got to say. Mm -hmm. He spent a little over a year down there. Then he spent two years in Saudi Arabia. When he went down to Antarctica, one of the things he told me was he didn't think it was so much directed energy weapons. He thought it was more harp shit. Like neutrino detectors. Yeah, they were controlling the environment in Antarctica. Like Antarctica is supposed to be warm. Like they were saying in the initial part of this video. Like if you remember, they said that Antarctica used to be a, a mild 83 degrees with fruits and vegetables and trees growing all over the place. Now it's a negative 153 degrees. So my question is this, if we were doing a harp experiment anywhere, why not do it at our poles where we can keep everything frozen and it'd be completely inhospitable for human life and nobody would want to live there and we'll just hide everything behind the wall. Mm -hmm. Just throwing it out there. Is that an option? Is that a possibility here? I think so. Everything's a possibility, except that what they're telling us is true. Information up to reality to, I guess, match the understanding of the foe of the people. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world right now that's not actually to the best interest of the average mortgage payer. It's no question about that. It's a, it's a very weird e economy today, but I want you to go again deeper. Okay, mm -hmm. so these technologies they're working on, what they're doing, 
is it just purely they're making advancement and progress? Like they're just innovation. You know, we're just advancing, doing more things. Or is it, you know, a dark side to it where they want to control us? Because, you know, it's very easy to jump to conclusion and kind of say, man, they're trying to control us. They're trying to do this. They're trying to, okay, great. I think there's a sect that wants to do that. But maybe they're trying to just find a way to advance. You're thinking their motives are negative. Why do you think that? A, because they're secret. Okay. It's not transparent. Because they're secret. Yes. Their, okay. their, their motives, their actions are secret. So to me, that speaks volumes right off the bat. If transparency was involved, I'd be a lot less concerned. Hey, let's be honest about this real quick. Think about it really quick. If, if you think about it, the Red Cross is what? Would you, would you consider the Red Cross transparent? I mean, would no. you? No, no, no. I'm dead serious. No. Would, why not? They have to put, put their books out every year. They don't have a choice, just like you're going to have to. Mm -hmm. Because you work for a 5013C, you're going to have to put your books out every year. Mm -hmm. You know what? Red Cross is transparent. You want to know why? Because everything can be seen that they do. Every money, every dollar spent has to be shown because they are 5013C. What's going on down there? Who we have knows? no idea. Why? Because they are not trans. They don't have to show where a dollar spent. They don't even have to show like they get studies. Mm -hmm. They get grants, hundreds of millions of dollars in grants sent down to Antarctica for what? Don't know. Have you ever seen a dime of it? Have you no. ever seen any of the science that came from Antarctica in anything that they produced? Um, earthquakes and volcanoes. That's it. What? Dr. Pyrocin says, do you think they have the tech to make a great big lake of fire and start throwing us in it like in front of the people? Yes. Uh, do they have that tech? No, but God does. Well, what they do have the tech for is obviously to keep polar ice caps frozen. Maybe. Think about it. What else are you doing there? Why would you freeze the polar ice caps if their normal temperature was about 83 degrees? That's got to be some harp shit. I'm sorry. There's no other reason you do that. But when things like the Christchurch earthquakes occur, and that is secreted away, that was South Pole Station. That was the start of the ice cube neutrino detector. Uh, the season that I was there, it went from construction to operations and maintenance. And when they first operated it, they caused two accidental earthquakes in Christchurch, New Zealand. So this is weapons-grade stuff. Since that time, we've had leaders, American leaders themselves, multiple times threaten other nation states with earthquakes if they didn't get in line. Just recently with this whole uh, Israel-Hamas debacle, I'm, I apologize, I don't watch the mass media that often, but somebody had sent me uh, a link where I believe it was some leaders in Iran that stated that if they um, invaded Gaza in full force and stuff, they would deliver a huge earthquake. Okay, so let's give you credit. When it comes down to earthquake for Iran. Hold on, I'm gonna correct him on this. No, he heard that wrong. That was not what they said. They said, because it was translated poorly, the Iranians said, Iksak Mahalat Malin, which is if you hit us with an earthquake, we will strike you with a nuclear weapon. Hmm. Why would the Iranians say that? Asking for a friend. Because they know that we have that technology. 
hold on. So Sparky, Sparky's going, Sparky's going down. It, this is an interesting rabbit hole that I started to fall down this morning, actually. Sparky said they go man and kill each other in those stations. The Russians ban chess because of murders over it. One guy got murdered because he was being a cunt and spoiling the ending to all their library <laughs> books. So did you know that more people, more foreigners commit suicide in Geneva than anywhere else? Why? Because Geneva <laughs> has, it's because of the air, because Geneva, no, it's because of the negative ions. Geneva has more negative ions in the air. It's also the seat of Satan. That's, but, that's the but, whole reason. Yeah, no, I know. But there's more negative ions in Geneva than anywhere else in the world. Why? Also because it's the seat of Satan. Seat of Satan. However, it causes people to go crazy. If they are fucking with ions down in Antarctica not, or the South not. Pole, that like negative and and positive ions, like they're talking about, you know, neutrinic. Dude, they they're talking about detectors. particle ions. Exactly. That's a particle. I do you know what a particle ion detector? Is? You know how big that is right now? Yeah, it's it's roughly the size of this room. It's because of the electricity in the air. Yes, Ellsworth, exactly. Manipulating the air electric affects the mind. I, I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, no, I'm but agreeing. That's exactly but why. That's okay. So, this is another stat that they're not going to tell you on these shows or anywhere else. Do you know that firefighters have a 33% more likelihood of committing suicide in Antarctica than they are anywhere else? Why is that? They have like about two fires a year because of the negative ions. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be. Yeah. It's got it. There's got to be some connection. Why is it just firefighters? It's not doctors. It's not scientists. It's not nerds. It's guys that go down there like me who are all full, full of fucking nothing but fucking piss and vinegar looking to put out a fire. And yet we're the ones that commit suicide. Why is that? Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah. We're the last ones that you would consider would even think about committing suicide. I am not suicidal, by the way, just in case you're all wondering. Anyway, there's seven seconds left. As usual, you've, yeah, you I know. finished it with. I know. I'll close the door. Shut up. October 10th, Iran's foreign minister warns Israel from Beirut it could suffer a huge oh. earthquake. Okay. Well, he could. It could happen. It, there's a possibility. Now we all know that. Why is that? If you're fucking with neutrinos and you think about how that equates to our Earth's surface, our crust, our magma, you find neutrinos in everything. Lava, you find it in the Earth's core, you find it all over the place. If you start fucking with that, at a level, let's just say at the base, is just enough to fuck with us mentally. You imagine if you started fucking with that shit in an epic particle level. All right. If we play this right now, you've got to let it run all the way through because it'll just butt right up to tribute. Okay. Let it go. Okay. I'll shut up. I'll sit in the corner and color. Okay. You're saying that these types of things can happen. Countries have access to do that. Uh, as a method of a weapon. Now, what do you need to create an earthquake? How technical of a process is it? Not that technical at all, from my understanding. The folks that I've spoken to, both inside and outside of the program, uh, in specifics to the ice cube neutrino detector, the statement was made that because there's 5,160 of what are called 
DOMs, these digital optical mm -hmm. modules embedded mm -hmm. in the ice. Think of them simply as microtransmitters, but now working together. So it's a phased array transmitter. And they clarified that at the fault line, where earthquakes, you know, where the faults are always in displeasure of each other almost, mm -hmm. it doesn't take much added energy to push them over the edge. They're, they're constantly always looking to make an earthquake at certain points on the planet. So certain points, it's actually really easy to initiate an earthquake if you have a delivery mechanism. It's and not that's, that the, that's the ice cube neutrino? Yes, the ice cube neutrino detector transmits can, can can i play this clip for you to Absolutely. get reactions to see if this is what you're talking about that's a dom right there can you can you uh yeah go ahead i've just hiked out to the ice cube neutrino observatory let's head inside this is the biggest scientific project going on here at the south pole and it's basically built so we can detect high energy particles neutrinos that originate from outside our solar system this right here is what one of the optical detectors looks like there are over five thousand of these buried over a mile deep in the ice right below us so right now, I'm right outside the server room at Ice Cube Laboratory. I've got to wear an electrostatic discharge jacket to make sure I don't shock any of the components in there. So all this data comes up through these cables, through the towers on each side of Ice Cube, comes through here, gets fed into the server. So this is the server room. Did you see all those servers? Yes. All the data coming up Does anybody so ask how much processing capacity that is? How much is it? I have no idea. It seems to be unmeasurable by most people that look at that. That was one row of servers. There's many rows of them in there. The so, fact that the, the ability to keep that place cool requires them to open a louver to the exterior temperature at the South Pole in the wintertime. That was part of my job was to walk out to that building every day to make sure that the louvers would open so they could let the cold in from outside to keep those servers from overheating. Because of how hot it is in there. Now, I'm not a mathematician when it comes to these levels of BTU input, mm -hmm. but someone can do the calculation. If it takes minus 80 degree temperatures to come into your space to offset for your temperature build, there's a lot of processing going on, a lot of computing. I'm learning a lot about quantum computing <laughs> and the need to chill. And this is not even your specialty. This, this is, is not, not even my specialty, okay. but this is observational. So 5,000 of these, one, how much does one of those equipment uh, pieces cost, you know? I don't know that number, but I do know that the overall cost for the entire ice cube neutrino detector project was an absurd number from a tradesman point of view. It was, it was something to the tune of like $500 billion. $500 billion. An absurd number was my record. It was an absurd number. And who invested into that? The U.S. government? Because I would assume no the National Science Foundation cut the check. I know that they work with the University of Wisconsin. What I also know is that they are making moves to take that facility and make it 10 times the size of what it is currently. Make it 10 times what it is currently. What In the ice. Right. Currently, it's the largest telescope on the planet. They're about to make it 10 times bigger. Let's presume it's 10 times the cost. Are we going to get 10 times the return on investment? What is the return on investment on something like this? Because from what's primary position, it doesn't seem like it's worth the science at the cost that they're providing it. All right. Wow. I think that's enough that of that. Is, um, folks, I wonder if they moved Alice down there. Yeah, that's what we were just saying. 80 negative, negative 80 just to chill the server towers? Mm-hmm. I wonder if they moved Alice down there. There's, ooh. Hey, either way. Hey. You want to get high? 
You want yes. I mean, come we got to drop the Red Pill Project. We do. Hey, Red Pill Project, we will be back tomorrow, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can check her out tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. for the good book and 905 for the lovely Leanna Wilbert over on Pilled. Either or Rumble, one of the Rumble. two. Yep. Either way, for the Make of V-Land, you guys have a great night. For the rest of you fuckers, stick around because we're going to get high. We got it. Yes. Yeah. Because the end of the world is coming, so we might as well have fun. Might as well do it right, right? Go out big, you know? So if you know what time it is, it's about that time. If you got it, it's legal for you to do it. Smoke it up. This is for the J-Man. He'd be loving this right now if he were here. He'd be sitting there going crazy with the rest of us. It's coming! Hit it! Y'all know who our featured sponsors are tonight. Electroculture Freedom Gardens, obviously, because that's us. But without the Electroculture Freedom Gardens, if you don't have seeds, fuckers, it doesn't make any sense to get some antennas. So go get some seeds. SurvivalEssentials.com. Survival-Essentials.com. Go get some seeds. Promo code DEFIANT saves you 40% right now. That is huge. That's huge. They've never 40%. offered this to anybody else. No. So this is the first time. So yeah. folks. And understand that we're the only podcasters that work with them because I reached out to them. So many of the companies that, you know, everybody sponsors, which don't get me wrong. We love my pillow. We love my Patriot supply, all of our doctors. That's great. But, they reached out to us, but there's a couple of, couple of sponsors that, we reached out to because we use their products all the time. We find them essential for our lives and we thought that you might enjoy them too. And we tried to get you a discount. So I reached out to survival essentials and I asked them, I said, do you guys have an affiliate program? They they were like, no, but let's work on that. And so we, we did it and they, uh, well, either hit it or don't, I'm not going to let it burn up in the bowl. So they set up a promo code for us, promo code DEFIANT, survival-essentials.com. And like I said, he emailed me this morning and offered 40% off to y'all, 40% off uh, for survival-essentials. And then, of course, you want those seeds to grow twice as fast and get the fruit and some vegetables up to five times as big. Do it with Electroculture, electrofreedom.com. We're still running the promo code VET. We get a couple more to go to get $17 off any order. And then if that's all taken, of course, Wolfpack always gets you 20% off. So use promo code VET first. If that's already taken up, use promo code Wolfpack to get 20% off at electrofreedom.com. And remember, you don't have to get one of the big stacks. One, if you group, even if you're doing it indoors, okay, if you group all your planters together in groups of five, stick one rod, one 12-inch rod, it will take care of all five plants around it. Well, and not as much because it's not touching the soil. But it will help. It'll help, yes. But, I mean, the 12-inch the, the rods, are they're all by five get one free the 12 and the 18 inch yep. antennas are all by five get one free and that's why i brought it up because you so, can get five of them you yeah. can group five groups of plants in your house in front of windows you can stick one in the plant and that will take care of all five move over to the next set in front of those windows stick another one in there you can grow food year round yep that's the point I'd be growing food year-round right now in the gardens except the fucking chickens have been all over that because they're bored right now and there's too many roosters so we have 
we're about to slaughter. Something. Yeah, we have six roosters going to the the butcher. None of the good ones. Don't worry about. No, that. those are all. Those are, are all safe because they got tags now, and I can't do anything to them. They're they're for me. They're my roosters. Yeah, Big Red let me cuddle them today. Yeah, Big Reds could let me. Uh, no, Ginger or Jack. No, Jacks let me. Jack's and a now big cuddler. Buttercup has oh, yeah. started but, uh, cuddling me. I was like, wow. All right, this is a new one, even for Buttercup, because Buttercup doesn't—I he ain't never cuddled nobody. No, he didn't even cuddle you. He's like, no. "Fuck you, no. I ain't touching not you." Not so much. I mean, it, you well, gotta throw a blanket over his head just to get him to when calm I was down checking so his foot. Yeah, his foot. and I mean, after that, he was okay. But yeah, but um, Big Red was in my garden today, and I cornered him and picked him up, and he, you know, freaked out at first, but then he settled right in. He was just chilling. I cuddle Sparkles all the time. Sparkles is hysterical. Sparkles is definitely good. Sparkles sits on my shoulder. He's not worth it to butcher Sparkle, anyway because he only weighs like three pounds. Sparkles sh sits on my shoulder. He does. Like if He's if funny. I could walk around like a fucking pirate with Sparkles <laughs> on my shoulder, I'm telling you right now, it's done. They're freaking hysterical. They really are. But uh, the neighbor obviously called code enforcement again because the roosters have been going off at like three o'clock in the morning because they're starting to fight now. So, which is why seven of them, six of them, because Heather asked if she could have one. As long as she has that coop ready by uh, the time they go to the butcher, she can take one with her. But other than that, they're going to the fucking butcher. So, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, honestly, she can just, we'll give her some eggs and she can incubate them. And no one shit. of them will turn out to be a rooster. Or all of them will turn out to be roosters anyway. So, but uh, yeah, do it. Yes, yes. That's always the way. in Texas. Always. That I'm making my antennas from walking sticks I previously carved and copper from unrealized projects someone started. Perfect, dude. Do it. That's awesome. the way. That's how we started. It, it doesn't it. go out to your property. Find a piece of wood, shave it down, and stick some copper around it, and do it the way she taught you how to do it. I'd rather you do it on your own than you buy it from us. I am dead serious about that. I know that's the wrong business model, but if you know how to do it, that's you're already ahead of the game. Yep. You when there's no more internet and there's no more UPS and there's no more shipping and no more tracking. Think about it. Exactly. This is the one of the things I I, I asked her. I said, do me a favor. Look at our oh shit boxes from now on in this light. I said, when you look at our oh shit boxes, I want you to take away the use of the internet and power. Yep. Because everything we've got to be able to do for ourselves that we want to have, for instance, like coffee, simple thing like coffee. Yeah. That's why we have the coffee press and the coffee grinder, manual coffee grinder. We have a manual coffee grinder and a drip pot and so I'm I can coffee. pour, so I can pour hot water into the top of it and we can fucking drip it through. And I'm growing coffee trees in pots so that if we have to move, we can take them with us and still have coffee. <laughs> I'm just saying, folks, there's there's so many ways that you can take care of yourself. You don't need the fucking government. Even honestly, you know, I was thinking about the griddle too, the tabletop griddle. And the other thing I was thinking about it, I mean, you know, once we get the stove here, that's fine. I can use it in the pool house you know, like make lunch out there for Heather and I one day. We do have a full fridge out there, so I could cook out there. But then when shit goes to hell, we can plug that bitch into the generator yep. and essentially cook on a stove. For as the, long as we have gas. For as long as we have gas off the Correct. generator. Correct. So it, although it won't last forever, it is still a useful addition to our oh shit boxes. 
So now we just have to put them in a Faraday cage and ensure that no EMP will get to them mm-hmm. because that even has a chip in it. It's a Blackstone. It's got a, a fucking computer chip in it. Hush, Sparky. That was my Halloween costume like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> my support chicken. Sparky said I should buy a Wonder Woman's tiara and lasso of truth and join Batman on the roof twirling a support chicken. I love you to death, Sparky. You're the only one that can do that to me. That's hysterical. Oh, oh that's yeah. too good. Anyway, anyway. TW, uh, we have cast iron too. I've got all kinds of cast oh, iron. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Pans and Shit. racks, got, grill pans. I got, I got uh, Dutch ovens. I got Shit. cast iron. I got it for, for days, Pally, yeah. because I tell you what, that's the way you're going to survive. If you don't have cast iron, you don't have. Uh, you don't have a Dutch oven yet. You don't have a pan. Do me a favor that you should put on your shopping list top of mind for this season. If you don't have cast iron shit, you need to get it. You need to have cast iron pots. You need to have cast iron plates. You got to have everything that you can cook with mm-hmm. in cast iron. Why cast iron? First of all, cast iron does not degrade when it gets hot. That is the biggest part. It will not crack. It will not break. It, it, it when it gets hot, it gets harder. It's, as long as it's properly cast, because I did see someone's cast iron pan break the other day. And yes, because it was not properly cast. Because it was cast with solder, probably, mm-hmm. which is really bad. Because it does break. It will fracture. Solder yeah. will fracture at you a certain get temperature. A, a good, you got to get a good brand. It's got to be true iron. Yeah. you want a hundred percent iron. When you get it, it will rust almost immediately after taking it out of the package. Most of them, when they come, they come in a package. Guess what they come in, guys? Bluey. Same shit we use on guns. Why do we use bluing on guns? Because it keeps all the rust off the gun. That's why you get it. You get all that oil shit on your hands. That's what bluing is. That's, it stops. Do not put that on the inside of your cast iron where you're going to cook. Though. No, no, no. It is on the inside. But when you get it, you've got to wash it the first time. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it will rust within one day. See, I always, I smear mine with coconut oil. You can also use olive oil, but I prefer coconut well, you, oil because you've gotta, it has a higher. you got to heat them up first. You heat, heat it them up. Heat to temp- yeah. temperature and then coat them in coconut oil or, or even Margarine, it doesn't matter what you have. Yeah. If you have an oil that you can put on it, put an oil on it because that will seal it. Yeah. And when that seals it, you can cook on it for the next, uh, I'd say, 10 days before you do it again. Yeah. Before you wash it. That's what I mean. You do not wash your pan. Nope. Just This is something you're going to leave on your stove. You're going to either wipe it out and put the grease into a grease catch or you're going to just leave it on your stove and, and keep cooking cook on, it. on it every day. As long as you heat it up every day, there are no germs, no bacteria that's going to get in. <sighs> Dead serious. No bullshit. We figured this out years ago. We were doing this shit back in the 1890s. Why we're still not doing it today, don't know. But these are the old ways that our grandparents were supposed to tell us about. They didn't. Yes, Dem, exactly. It's called seasoning your pan. Exactly. Yep. There's, you don't know how many people, like we had uh, uh, at the firehouse, when I was working at the firehouse, we had four iron pans, cast iron pans that Ziggy and I used because I loved them. We had a Dutch, we had a Dutch oven that we cooked in the oven all the time. And we had three cast iron pans. 
The other fucking shifts every fucking time would use them and then clean them with water. I got so pissed off. Finally, one shift. I fucking lost it. I was like, all right, who's the fucking asshole? Clean this motherfucker. Oh, I didn't. Bullshit, you fat fuck. Come here. Let me show you how to clean this. When you're done cooking on it, you dumb fat fuck, you take it up, you take a paper towel, you wipe it out, you put it right back on the stove. Why? Because if you don't do it that way, I've got to season it every fucking shift because you're a fucking idiot. Yep. That's why. Yep. Heat it, wash it, oil it, heat it. That's it. Anyway. So, it's the only way you keep the rust off of it, but they will last forever. These are important things to know for what's coming. Really important things to know. Because what's coming is really bad, y'all. You're going to need it. Trust it's me. so bad. It's so bad. In fact, it's so bad. I think I want to go to that other video real quick before we get to get into this. Um and there's, oh my God, there's so much. It's not even funny. I was about funny. to say, we haven't even touched. Yes, get to that. This one. That's really important. This is something y'all got to watch because normally, south of the border, if you're not aware, most of the Marys, the statues of Mary, they normally bleed out of their eye sockets. I mean, on the statues. They all bleed. <coughs> Everything so far, like for the last 20 years, south of the border has bled. Mm -hmm. Well, kind of changed today. This is ridiculous. This is some scary shit. And if you know anything about this, keep your mouth shut. I'll bring it up in a second. <laughs> Now, I know you can't hear it in the background, but she was saying the statue is crying. This is another statue crying. These all used to bleed. There were never tears. There was blood. What is that? Why are they crying now? That is down there in the south of Southern America. That is what they call the tears of man. That's it. We're done. Normally they bleed. Why do they bleed? Well, they bleed the heart of the earth. They bleed for all of the people. They bleed because that lets you know that God's still alive. That lets you know that God exists. You're not about to see God. You're about to see a vile representation of God. But when you see tears, clear tears, not bloody tears, those are the tears for men, for man, for mankind. Because now God's saying, yeah, there's no stopping what's coming. It's over. Mm -hmm. enjoy have fun this is it have this fun is, fast because you won't have a chance much longer this is this is where we put you mm -hmm. so 
when are we going to stop being pussies and say, okay, well, God's coming back. Why don't we bring the Patriots back all at the same time? <laughs> let's just do that together and let's clean house. all. The so at least at the end of the day, when Nancy Pelosi looks up before I fucking put a bullet directly through a fucking dome, she can look at me and I can say, Nancy, this is what you've done. This is where it's brought you. What do you have to say for yourself and your soul? Because that is the day I am looking forward to. Well, and that uh, day's coming. So our friend Tom Wren spoke at Marjorie Taylor Greene's COVID hearing. That only she was at again. It, no, Tom Massey was there too. And Tom Massey was not in the room enough of the time. Yeah, he was. To he was get, there for almost the entire time. He, he didn't get a second house floor, floor vote. So. Yep. <sighs> I know. The layers of liability protection that exist right now are so profound that it's mind-blowing. Do you understand that when you got, well, I don't know if you got the shot. When, when someone no. got the shot, they didn't get it from Pfizer or Moderna. They got it from the DOD. The DOD distributed this. The contract with our federal government requires that to distribute this, the DOD had to ensure that there was uh, absolute immunity. So before we could, if you want to sue someone right now, you're going to have to sue the DOD. Good luck. If you get through them, by proving intentionality, which is very difficult without the data, which they continue to hide. Uh, this is why I'm encyclopedic in my knowledge of what occurred, because I've been trying to figure out how to sue these guys, and I have to get the data to prove the intentionality. I will tell you that I think there's a number of claims. I've looked at a RICO claim, which I think I could credibly make. I'll tell you that that claim would cost me 5 to $8 million my cost to litigate. I don't have 5 to $8 million. And if I didn't have 5 to $8 million, I'd risk sanctions because I'd be bringing a case that I couldn't manage. So there, there are mechanisms moving forward. Now, before we get to how to get around this, because, I mean, realistically, if the vaccines are safe and effective, why do they need liability shield? I mean, why do we need 50 layers of liability for something that was so safe and so effective? Why is it that we passed law after law after law way before this whole COVID thing was going down to ensure that this sort of liability protection might be in place? And I'm going to answer this uh, because I want to bring something up that, that hasn't been touched on here. So we have the case in New York. I developed the case. It's against Eco Health Alliance for the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the Wuhan lab. That case alleges that Eco Health Alliance uh, worked with the CCP in the Wuhan lab and uh, created, well, this, this nightmare that we've had. Let me ask you something. Does anybody in this room believe that we could transfer the technology necessary to do that sort of genetic engineering, that sort of bioweapon development? And I say bioweapon because, remember, dual-use research, under the law, bioweapon, gain of function, two sides of the same coin. Does anybody believe that we transferred that sort of technology to a CCP lab without an okay from the DOD or CIA? I got news for you. They knew exactly what was going on. We have a ton of evidence on this. I'm going to tell you further. I have right here in front of me from a report that we sent to a couple of people here in Congress before the 2022 election. It got about as much response as you guys are getting. Uh, that... There was a there was a study, Dr. Malone could probably comment on this better than I can, 
But that study showed that there was a uh, 12 nucleotide sequence uh, that they that they found in a Moderna patent, which was a, a perfect uh, reverse match to what we have in SARS-CoV-2. That that uh, that patent was filed in 2016. Thanks, David Martin, for a lot of his patent research. But the thing that I want to tell you about, according to our case and the data that, and evidence that we've submitted, we believe that this this disease was actually developed in the mid 20 teens ish. We don't have a hard date, but around there. Uh, we, we hope that with discovery, we'll get a more specific date. Now, I want to share something else. And this is, this is speculative. And I was very hesitant to bring this forth. But I'm going to tell you, uh, because I have to keep the individual who gave me this data anonymous to protect them. So uh, I have, uh, and if we can put it up, I want to show you what I've got. This is a declaration from me signing because I, I cannot have this whistleblower's name anywhere. I witnessed this whistleblower do this. Uh, I have a separate declaration, which I will not make public. Uh, the, whistle, the whistleblower has brought forth to me, and I'm using whistleblower in a general term, but I have the military records, uh, military medical records from this individual. And uh, they were obtained through, through a court uh, proceeding. I can't say any more than that, but I will tell you that I will testify under oath. I'll put my hand on a Bible I'll sweat and put my license at risk saying that I can uh, confirm that I've done my due diligence on this as I would to present this to the court. Now, it would be challenged under the rules of evidence, I'm sure, but I want to share this and I'm only sharing this so that you with subpoena power can ask a question. Scroll down to the next page, please. Uh, do you see what that, what that says? That blacked out page, which we had to black out because of the fact that it was personally identifiable medical information and also would have put the, the person at risk. You see the date there, November 14th at Irwin ACH, Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization, Moderna. Five, uh, five different instances. And following this page, you'll see five different instances where this person's medical record, you see at the very top, 2014 at Irwin ACH Fort Riley, Kansas, COVID-19 immunization by Moderna. Now, I'm not suggesting, well, I guess I am suggesting, that we, maybe we should ask why it is that this, uh, this soldier was apparently seen five times in 2014 for a COVID-19 immunization. Now, I, again, I don't, I'm not going to go out and tell you that this proves that this was built five, ten years ago or that the timeline was entirely fraud. I'm going to tell you that we ought to look into it. And if we're going to ask questions, we ought to ask real questions. Our DOD and CIA were involved with this. To what extent? How long has this been involved? This was created in a lab in one of the greatest enemies to the United States of America. I'll let you fill in some blanks on the legal implications here. The lies, and remember also, I can't FOIA the DOD. I can't FOIA the CIA. I ain't going to get anywhere with that. You know as well as I do where that's going to go. It's a really interesting thing that the same DOD who I have these records from and who seem to be implicated in numerous other aspects of this and who are willing to take the blame and sign the contracts uh, would have had to sign off on the technology transfers necessary to do this with communist China. I want to ask the question, what's the real history of COVID? 
you know, uh, the Representative Davidson asked earlier about war Operation Warp Speed. Well, maybe, maybe that's maybe that timeline wasn't true. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, uh, and cannot say anything other than this is the evidence I have, and this is one small part of it. It's interesting going back over the questions that were asked. You mentioned shedding earlier. Someone asked about shedding. I can show you Pfizer documents where they talk about shedding. I can not only show you Pfizer documents where they talk about shedding, I can show you that in the Cominardi approval, they agreed to do a study, and the study protocol was based on oncolytic gene uh, products for gene therapy, something, 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 shedding. Okay? They admit their study, you don't run a multi-million dollar study unless there's a reason for it. Again, Dr. Malone and other experts can talk the value. All I can do is present you guys the evidence, and I've got an immense amount of it. Hmm. That's new. Hmm. Going back to 2014, injecting soldiers. That's new. That's not something I'd heard before. And it's rare that there's something in the COVID world these days that I haven't heard before. Just, oh man, how much do you trust your government? I mean, seriously, at this point, folks, we've proven to you the military's lying to us. We've proven to you that the FBI is lying to us. We have proven to you the Secret Service is lying to us. We've proven to you that the Air Force is lying to us. We have proven to you that pretty much every fucking, the IRS all the way down to the Department of Education has been lying to you. Where do we finally say enough is enough? Maybe here. I I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Normally when you say that, I, I, I normally say I highly doubt it. Well, the Gates Foundation has partnered with Diffid on a great number of things. And uh, among those are, are work we do together on livestock, uh, helping animals survive uh, either by having vaccines or better genetics, uh, helping them be more productive. It's making a big difference. Uh, you know, I was down in Ethiopia seeing how chickens are out there uh, laying more eggs, getting more nutrition, uh, and even some small savings into the household. So uh, Edinburgh happens to be where a lot of the world's best work on this is done, and that's why uh, Diffid and the Gates Foundation are, are funding scientists here. Well, the Gates... Yeah. They're putting mRNA into everything. Exactly. You're not going to be able to get a product out there soon that there's an mRNA mRNA in unless you know where it comes from. So how do you do that? Well, you build connections, kind of like what we've done. We've kind of given you the template how to do it. You come to platforms like this. You get people's physical phone numbers. You get some people's email addresses or mailing addresses so you can start sending letters if all of a sudden email goes to shit. Hey, I need a cow. Hey, I'll send you a letter back in about a week. And guess what? I got cows and I can give you a couple. <gasps> Thank you so much. I'm going to survive this. So, 
we tell you how to do it, not because we want to be independent. I don't want to be wealthy. You know what I want to be wealthy with? I want to be wealthy with friends, food, people that will stand up with me when I say, hey, there's an issue. That's all I want. To, to my back end of that, to tell you how to do it so you can just do it. Because my grandparents taught me this. My parents kind of did, not really. And her parents definitely didn't. Well, my mother taught me to garden and my step-granddad taught me how to grow vegetables. You kind of had that going for you. Okay, I'll give you that. So, All right, touche. More Tom. Oh, this can be. Good. No, no, this is. Uh, this is uh, what's his name? It's from Louisiana. Massey and, and uh, Chip Roy. Yeah. Chip Roy. A reasonable person watching this hearing there you go. might wonder why this is a field hearing being chaired by Congresswoman Green rather than a hearing held by the House of the Senate with one of our standing committees. And I believe that reason is because far too many members of those committees obtain those committee seats because they are bought and paid for by Big Pharma. And if you go look at the people who lead these positions in the House and Senate and you line up the money they get from far big pharma lobbyists and big pharma PACs, it is pretty easy to see why we are here. So I, I believe that we are just at the beginning of following up on these 60 oversight requests sent by Senator Johnson. And that is what our committees ought to be doing. They should be going line by line through the requests that Senator Johnson and others have laid out. And we should be answering those questions. And it's deeply, though I'm very grateful to Congresswoman Green for leading this, it is indicative of how high the hill is for us to climb to get the truth out. Yep. And only Matt Gates will come out and say that all the rest of Congress is bought and paid for by Big Pharma. Yep. What, why is that? Is any, anybody? Because he's not. Why doesn't anybody else ask the question, though? Like, even if there's got to be other people in Congress that aren't bought and paid for by Big Pharma because they don't carry the constituency that Big Pharma needs. Remember, Big Pharma goes after big constituencies. Why? Because that's what buys their product. That's what makes them money. If you're just some small town thug, back in the day when the opioid crisis was going on, that wasn't so much true because that's where big pharma liked to go to write all their scripts for all those doctors. But today, where do they go? They go to where the mass population centers are. They go to New York. They go to California. Oh, democratically run cities. Oh, fuck. Son of a, there it is again. Well, here's Dr. David Martin talking about how they made more money off of your deaths. Or your friends and family's deaths anyway, because hopefully you're not listening to us if you're dead. Yeah, no shit. Because <laughs> then you're voting for the wrong side. No shit. <laughs> That's just Is there awful. any way we could have deciphered that maybe cardiovascular problems were going to happen? Is there any data that shows that by 2011, 2012, and then again in 2014, publications showed that the pseudouridine that was being used in the mRNA shots was a pro-oncologic, pro-tumor generator technology did we know that it was going to kill people with rapid cancers of course we did because we knew that it was published just like we knew in 2018 that ralph barracks remdesivir had a 53 percent lethality 
in clinical trials done in, if you want to call them clinical trials, I call them biological torture trials done in Africa. 53% mortality if you got remdesivir. And yet that was chosen by the FDA as the drug of choice to, to use when people were hospitalized with COVID. These things, Russell, a 53% mortality exceeds any lethal agent we know in nature. There is no such thing as a 53% lethality of anything nature does. But we were able to inject that into people with impunity. And the publication on that, let's get really clear on that, the publication of that data, the 53% mortality data, that publication was the World Health Organization's own clinical trials where they, in their own discretion, determined that it was unethical to inject Africans with this stuff because 53% of them were dying. And in the paper, it's important to point out, it said, regardless of viral load. Russell, let's unpack for the common listener what the heck that means. That means we were killing people who didn't even have Ebola, who didn't even have another disease. Regardless of viral load means we were killing people because we were injecting them with an agent we knew was toxic. And that's what we chose to use in COVID. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We chose to use the 100% lethality. 53%. It was only 53%. Oh, only 53%. You know, lethality. exactly. Why, why was it only 53 if they were looking to kill off 500,000 or whatever? They were looking to bring us back down to 500,000. Oh, they're getting there. Are they? Yeah, they just... Uh, I can't wait till the next census numbers come out. This is going to be epic. Oh, no, no. Go go back one, wherever you were. Go back to that. Please play that, because I think you need to see that. This is, this is some uh, more shit about how fucked up our world is. You ready? I hope you're all holding on, because this is about to get epic. In church is getting robbed, even as she sits and prays. I couldn't believe it. The surveillance video starts as 78-year-old Linda Morrow arrives early for a prayer meeting at Hilldale Baptist Church in Clarksville, Tennessee. Two women join her. One sits in front, the other right behind. They strike up a conversation. Then it happens. One stranger asks Linda to hold hands and pray together. Her head bowed and eyes closed. Linda is distracted. Cops say the woman behind reaches into her bag, takes out Linda's wallet, and helps herself to the cash and other items. Then she puts the empty wallet back in Linda's bag. The two women hightail it out of the church. Cops say these suspects went on a $7,000 shopping spree at a Sam's Club store using Linda's credit cards. Later that night, the outraged pastor Larry Robertson spoke out about the theft from the lectern. Keep your eye on your wallet even at church, I guess. I just never in a million years thought about anything like that happening. It's sickening. What happened is ridiculously evil. Uh, hun, where do I go without a gun? Nowhere. Okay. Ever. Folks. Not even to church. Well, not that we go to church anymore, but when we did, we uh, were armed. I, I'm telling you right now, if you're not doing it, you're stupid. I'm telling you. The next mass shooting is going to be in a church, in a Christian church, nonetheless. Absolutely. And it's going to be <laughs> soon before you know it. Just just telling you, we have lost our way as a people, and this is just getting worse. And, uh, man. Well, since we're already into the shit now, 
I was going to play Gigi and, and Biden, but I, you know what? That's being played by everybody. I know. You know what? Fox news is going to cover that in depth. You know what? Nothing is going on there except fucking Biden blowing Gigi going, where's my 10% bro. Uh, this woman is that could be you that could be any woman be in here so tell me something how do you defend yourself let me tell you something what if a train wasn't there She'd have this fallen is on the tracks. this is the most important part i'm going to explain this to you and we'll explain it once there's one thing I learned in all of the fist fights and all the bullshit I've been in my whole entire life. And I've been in some good scraps. This is the one thing I'm going to tell you. If you can control the hips, you control the fight. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just showed her the other day that if you control the hips, you hook and lock into the legs. When I say hook and lock in, you run your your that heels last night actually up underneath the legs and you hold them tight you control everything you you don't have to exert any physical force there are two things humans absolutely need air that's the first one so if you're in a fight the first thing i would do if you don't know how to fight and you got the hips and you're on top let me tell you something the first thing you need to do is grab that windpipe and you hold it as tight as you can. Let me tell you why. <clears throat> there was a whale. Uh, it was found on the side of the beach about 12, 13 months ago. If you read the story, you read on in the story. There's a shark inside of it. <coughs> the whale got into a fight with a shark, a tiger shark. Tiger shark, not even close to the size. This was a blue whale. Okay. So understand a blue whale is the size of a fucking Mack truck under the water. Okay. This tiger shark got into a fight with this blue whale. This tiger shark killed the blue whale. How, Mick? He got in there. He found the windpipe for the fucking whale. And he bit it and he held it. He died in the process, but so did the, so whale. Did the whale. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is if you ain't got no air, you can't fight. You can't do shit, even if the motherfucker eats you. Although it I, was I will a, say it was a moral that a sensei told me a long time ago. If you don't know how to fight, the best thing you can do is rake the eyeballs and grab the throat or the crotch. One of those two things. That was where I went. If it's a male, you grab the crotch. If it's a female, you rake the eyes and you grab the throat as tight as you can. And you don't stop until the arms stop flailing. He he proved the, the hip thing to me yesterday, last night. Um, and I just grabbed the balls and started squeezing and he was like okay no not not that part that all right to anyone else yes that will get them off you but don't do that to me if right you now. do that to a female <laughs> that doesn't work yeah that's not gonna work so no well. no so you're gonna have to figure yeah, so the point is 
when you got when you have hip control, your center mass over the body, and your weight is providing the ability to keep them pinned to the ground. They can't do shit. All they can do is flail their arms. Good. I'll just get in real close to your head. I'll lock you into a scissor knife. And once I got that bitch locked in, I'll watch you pass the fuck out because you can't breathe. There you go. Anyway, um, this was fun. Just here's some fun for you. Well, it's another so stunning, so brave moment with all the Karens uniting all across the road, blocking people from getting to their job. And then there's this guy who comes out of nowhere like a hero and tells these stupid clowns to go the fuck home and get a freaking job. Obviously, their modeling pictures weren't working out. Nobody likes you, so now they're trying something different, but not today. Oh, my God. I love Steve Inman. He is... Dude, he is so right, it's not even funny. Dude, that shit, his show is, if you've never watched that shit, uh, I swear to God, on Twitter, go to his page. It is epic. He's got one where these guys try to rob a gun store. And it was hysterical because they got the Bluetooth button pushers that got pushed through them all of a sudden and suddenly of all. And they were fucking lying there on the ground. What retard tries to rob a gun store? Some dudes did try and they died very shortly thereafter. Anyway, here's some Eric Adams for you. If anyone lives in New York City, probably not listening to us, but you never know. <laughs> hey, we got New Yorkers. That li- I got NY, uh, NYX used to be in here all the time. Nick's, yeah. Yeah, Nick's used to be in here all the time. And he's is. from New York. I know he still is. He was in New York. Extremely, personally painful for this administration, these projects and these initiatives that we knew were going to improve the lives of New Yorkers. Uh, Jock. Our OMB director is going to do a presentation. We're going to uh, brief uh, the speaker. Uh, we're going to also brief our nonprofits. Uh, and Marsha, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. And when you go into the agencies and ask them to do, uh, they already did three rounds of pegs at 3%. Now we're telling them they have to do a 5% for the November plan and then another 5% in November, in, in January. This is, you know, this is all my time in government. Uh, this is probably one of the most painful ex- exercises I've gone through. And, you know, when we look at uh, around police, what the numbers our police officers are going to be uh, and how we've done so well in dropping crime in our city, when we look at the school safety agents, uh, when we look at some of the other initiatives that we're doing, of that, you know, it's going to it's going to be extremely painful for New Yorkers, and that is why we continue to say we need help. Look, uh, Vlin didn't let me set this one up properly, so now I get to explain to you what that's all about. Understand that New Yorkers in the city of New York just got lamb blasted with a huge, like I'm talking three point six percent tax increase which they already pay some of the ty- highest taxes in the they in pay the, country. the highest the highest 14.7 percent is paid back to the city of new york if you live in the city of new york now it's about to be over 20 percent of your pay is going back to the city of new york because remember they got all that money from the federal government remember for covid 
Mm-hmm. And this might be why this investigation's going on against Eric Adams right now. And he just had his cell phones taken back and all that other shit by the FBI. Because all of a sudden, New York's broke. There's no money to pay teachers, cops, firefighters, uh, the ambulance crews, NYFD ambulance crews. Oh, shit. They just told parents from these school districts, you have to volunteer to protect your kid's school. How the fuck are they going to wait a minute? We're paying over 20% in taxes to you, cocksuckers. It's all going to the illegals. It's all paying for the illegals. However, there's still enough money to pay these cops. I'm just saying. This guy was smoking a cigarette just outside of Central Park, right? Just outside the wall on the sidewalk. Okay. Okay. On which street? I, I don't know. Why are you arresting him? You why are you why are this? you putting cuffs on him? Do you see this? Why are you putting cuffs on this man? He asked for his identification and I'm fine. Do, do, do you want why do why does he need to He's not in the park. He's inside the park. He's not inside the park. He's park. All right, he's and he's not being arrested. He did not want to give his identification, so he's going to be close to the precinct where he's going to show his identification. He's going to have some. The lady even said herself, I'm outside the park. He's outside the park. The officials of Union Square Park, they told us it's a character. Thank you, guys. Pause, 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 pause. You didn't treat me like no. Stop. This is the one three. This is in downtown Manhattan. I know exactly. Okay, so you have the left, most leftist cops in all of New York City. They okay, literally There's, put cuffs on a guy for smoking a cigarette one, outside of Central Park. Like literally, you 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 break down New York City. I'm no bullshit. This is straight up. I'm not lying to you. You have blue collar workers that work in every fucking borough of New York City, Queens, Bronx, uh, anywhere outside of Manhattan. Everybody in Manhattan, blue as fuck. That's the one three. The one three, I'm going to tell you right now, it's the bluest precinct in all of fucking Manhattan. Mm-hmm. They put the bluest cops in this precinct on purpose. Gentlemen, you're not even treating me like a human being right now. What the fuck is wrong with you? All you want to do is say to yourself. I tried to have a similar conversation. You didn't try to have a similar conversation. Fuck you. Just like that. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. Because you disrespected me when you approached me. Why are you cuffing him? Like it doesn't he, make. He didn't any want to sense. give his identification. So if you don't want to give your identification, we're going to cuff you, bring you back to the prison. Yeah, no, because when we ask your identification, you have to go through your identification. Yeah. So because it's a law. Pause it. Pause it. He, he, he's not. Seconds. He's not lying. He he. What he's saying there? It, that's not a lie. In New York, okay. Listen, every state is fucking different. In the state of New York, if you fail to identify yourself, yes, you are going to be arrested. Why hasn't any of the illegal immigrants been arrested? Exactly. Just asking, Mayor Adams, if you're such a law and order guy, you're such a fair dude. Why haven't any of the illegal immigrants been arrested? Why don't I see more videos of the illegal immigrants who cannot provide 
a valid ID in the state of New York because that is a law on the books in the state of New York. If a police officer asks you if you're ever in New York, if you're ever there for whatever reason, just in case you're wondering if you're a truck driver, a police officer asks you for your ID. You are required by law, even if you're an out-of-state driver, you are required by law to show your ID. Not a big deal. I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. It's a police officer. He should have. Yes, I, I don't disagree with that. You can show him your ID, but you don't have to. You don't I, have to I don't have to, to give it to him, no. but I have to show it to him. Yes, I'm a valid driver right here. Unless you're going to ticket me. That's the only way you're getting it out of my hand. How many illegals do you think are smoking cigarettes inside Central Park? How many of them are just camping out there? That's illegal. Exactly. too. You're not allowed to camp out in Central Park, folks. You have to get a specific designated fucking tag. Oh, and by the way, it costs about thousands of dollars, by the way, because the city tax on the fact they got to clean up after you, even though you say you, as I was with the Boy Scouts, I, I can tell you right now in New York City, when I was with the Boy Scouts, it costed them a little over $3,300 just to get a five by five space to throw up like three tents. So that 12 kids could camp out. Dead serious. $3,300 for that. And that was 30 years ago. Yeah. 35 years ago. 35 years ago. Anyway. This was a while ago. I think uh, Malcolm S said it best here. That's scary. Mm -hmm. There are many whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That, that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox, and a fox is almost is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to, but the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling and taking for a friend. There are many whites who are. That's so true. Mm -hmm. That's liberal white women are ruining the world, or have ruined the world. We're past ruining. We're ruined. No, no, no. He wasn't. No, I said liberal white women. Yes, they have, but he wasn't talking about that. Now you, you know, when you start realizing that you've been shadow banned and destroyed mm -hmm. on the internet and all that other bullshit, mm -hmm. just doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Hey, what if we put this reverse in time? Like, think about this for one second. What if Malcolm X was one of us? What if Malcolm X was trying to say, hey, look, there is no color. There's just people. We all live amongst each other. You can be black, white, brown. I don't give a shit what you are when you live across the street from me. Second, you bitch about me. I got a problem with you if you didn't come knock on my door first. All I'm asking for is a little bit of respect. It's all you should be asking for. It's all anybody should be asking for. I don't understand in America where we've lost that. Where do we lose the neighborhood? Where do we lose the P? I mean, it doesn't matter what color you are either. That's the crazy part. Because you know what? Black people had neighborhoods too. Yep. They lived amongst white people forever without a problem. What? Why do we have a problem now? Because of the media. Yes, that's... 
what I think. Yeah. I think they blow it all out of proportion and they make it for headlines and clicks and double clicks and third clicks and, and the fourth to divide and us deliberately because if we're fighting each other, then we're we, not paying attention to them. Exactly. We're not a, paying attention to the elites. Exactly. Which the media consider themselves. Yep. Anyway, y'all hear y'all hear that inflation is flat. No. Okay. I didn't. Oh yeah, no, that's what they came I, I, out with today. Yeah, the new inflation numbers came out. They said inflation I, I, is flat. Hold on, I'm going to explain something bullshit. to you. Okay, they said your health and you know what what made inflation flat. Everything went up. Food, energy, everything went up. Right. Gas came down, which legitimately, like I, I drove past Aldi today on my way home, and it was two two eighty five. It was two ninety three this morning when okay. I filled up. So uh, I was like, okay. And they said your health insurance costs came down thirty four percent. And that's what offset inflation enough to zero it out. You know how they got that number? 34%? I'm sure he's going to tell us because mm. we couldn't tell you. No, if no, we I tried. can tell you right now. No, no way. They didn't calculate actually how much your health insurance costs went down. They calculated how much revenue Big Pharma lost. That's how they said that health insurance came down 34% because Big Pharma lost. 34% in revenue because no one's getting the fucking COVID shots. Hmm. Oh, that's us. That's not, that's not, yeah. that's not, nobody that's else. how they're claiming that inflation is flat because big pharma lost 34% of their revenue. But I'm gonna let this guy tell you all about it. Hmm. Fresh inflation numbers turned in a huge miss to expectations. The media took a victory lap, but what's really happening? The biggest driver of the weakening CPI was crashing energy prices, which could either be the Middle East war turning out more limited than feared, or it could be recession incoming, since recessions always drop energy use, meaning they always drop energy prices. So first the numbers. Headline came in almost flat, so essentially everything went up, and then energy cancelled it out. Core inflation, which excludes food and energy, and is the one the Fed pays attention to, continued marching up registering 4% year-on-year increase. That's the 28th month at or above 4% in this very transitory inflation of ours, coming to an aggregate 17% official inflation since Joe Biden took office, meaning real wages have been falling for over two years, in fact, 27 of the past 31 months. Keep in mind, these are all government numbers, so take it all with an enormous grain of salt. And of course, both headline and core are still running way ahead of what the Fed promises, which is 2% across the board. I've mentioned how hot core inflation is a problem for the Fed. Since the longer core runs hot, the more people expect future inflation. So they bake it into salaries, contracts, and long-term prices, making it hard to end inflation going forward. The CPI numbers that did come out juiced markets since they could mean the Fed is done with rate hikes. In fact, the fresh numbers dropped odds of another rate hike to just 5%, and they put us at 99.4% odds of lower rates in a year, although only by half a point, so still expect 7.5% mortgages. So what is driving the drop in inflation? It's an important question because sometimes inflation drops because they're printing less, but it can also drop because of incoming recession. Those are normally deflationary as unsold goods pile up and energy prices fall. That seems to be exactly what's happening at the moment. 
energy dropped 2.5% on the month, which is a pretty big move, but food inflation actually leapt the highest since April. Medical costs and housing are also running hot at close to 4% per year. The most concerning beyond energy was price drops in used cars and non-food commodities like clothes and household goods. These actually fell, which suggests consumer stress. So when people are struggling, they might get rid of the second car, which drives down used car prices, or they might cut back on clothes and furniture, which leaves unsold goods that are discounted. So what's next? Brought to you by Unchained. My base case has been that we're repeating the 1970s, but with the prospect of a 2008 financial crisis, given the breathtaking amount of debt we have taken on since the 70s. After all, back then we were fresh off Nixon breaking gold, but now we've had 60 years of debt. Thing is, the 1970s inflation followed a camel back pattern that's very similar to today. So first it jumped, then it relaxed for a few years, then it came roaring back harder and longer. If that's what's in store, this is the calm before the storm. Okay, we'll be watching. He, he uh, is uh, obviously a lapsed or either a lapsed pro- podcaster or he doesn't understand his audio settings. But what he said is most important. It is really important to hear that we're back in 1970s America. Literally, look, core inflation didn't go up, but it didn't go down either. So understand core inflation is at 4.61% right now. We haven't been below 4% since 2021. Yep. January 20th of 2021 was the last time we were below 4% core inflation. So almost for the whole Biden fucking presidency. We have been at core inflation of 4% or above. But he says on every ad, oh, I've dropped inflation. No, you've manufactured inflation by 65%. You haven't dropped inflation at all. Well, before we get out of here, here's one last one for you. This is great. You're going to love this one, babe. If the Fed can just print money for the government, willy-nilly, then why do we have to pay taxes if they can just print money at will? I know it's a stupid question, but this next video is going to make you realize just how important that question is and why you need to start asking it of all the politicians. If inflation isn't theft, then why can't people counterfeit money? If they can just print money, why do we pay taxes? Wow. If inflation's okay. not theft and we can just print money and we don't have enough money, we can just print more money and give everyone that doesn't have enough money enough money. Why don't we just do that instead of paying taxes? Oh. Inflation is legal counterfeiting. Counterfeiting is criminal inflation. So central banking is a coordinated currency counterfeiting cartel that runs the world. It's a band-aid. You know what Milton Friedman said about inflation is that it's just like alcoholism. The good effects come early, right? You print the money, you have the drink, you feel good. The hangover comes later. The same is true of inflation. Every time the crisis comes, you have to print exponentially more money because there are exponentially more liabilities in the system from the last round of printing. And so this is why it's unsustainable. And this is why it always culminates in hyperinflation. 
because the central bank has not only the precedent, but also the incentive to continue printing the money until the currency hyperinflates into worthlessness. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Boom. That's all. That's all I, I, that is literally everything I've been saying (laughs) for the last like 12 months. Holy shit. That is everything wrapped up in one clip. Now, what's the point? Why are we paying? Look, if we, if we can print money, why are we paying taxes? What, what's the point? If, if, if equality is true in this country, like Joe Biden says it is. DEI is important. Diverse equality hires are important. Fine. If that's so important, why don't we just print more money and give more money? Why? I did ask the one question that needs nobody's ever asked a congressman or a senator for that matter, or a president or a president elect for that matter. That question. Why? Because if you answer that question, you're going to lose the presidency. Why is that? Because they're going to run against you. Everybody's going to fight against you because you're now spitting truth. What did Donald Trump tell us? Which time? In the beginning. He said, what did he say about finances in the beginning? Finances are going to be the root of this problem. When we find the dollar, we're going to find the problem. Here we are. We have found the problem. We know that the dollar is the problem. We know that we've been controlled. Now we're waking up. Now what do we do? How do we take the dollar back? How do we do it as a country? Let me tell you how you start. You go get yourself some Electro Freedom Garden antennas. You get you get yourself some seeds. You start producing your own food. Why? That is counterintuitive to everything that they want us to believe. If you start producing your own food, you stop spending less at the grocery store. What starts happening in those companies? Oh, shit. Shit gets real tight, quick, fast, in a hurry. Why? Because they don't have that excess expenditure that they were dragging out of you before when you were not making your own food. If you start making your own food, we start fighting back. We don't have to fight with guns right now. We don't have to do that yet. Fight without your dollar. Let's let's say fuck it. It's not fighting with your dollar. It's fighting without your dollar. Or Do just, without. Stop Stop buying stuff. Yeah. Stop, stop buying stuff. Stop wasting your time going to the store. Yeah. I hate going Dude, to the store. Dude, if you can go out to your... How easy is it to go out to your garden than it is to go out to the store? Oh, Mick, I live in the sub-Saharan fucking places of Michigan. I get it. You can still do it inside. Arrow gardens are not that expensive. Mm-mm. And they're wonderful. And you can keep them. And guess what they produce for your house? They produce oxygen. Mm-hmm. Lots of it. And it goes into the atmosphere inside your house in the winter when you got all the windows shut. You got the heat jacked up to 200 million degrees because it's fucking cold outside. And you know, if you stick an electroculture antenna next to your arrow garden, even though it doesn't directly affect 
the water, it does pull positive ions into the environment around your plants, which still helps them grow bigger. Ask Lindsay. Lindsay's put them all around her house mm -hmm. and she walks around her house fucking, hey, I'm happier than a bird because it keeps all the bad shit out. Yep. Anyway, since we're going long, since we already dropped the red pill, fuck it. And we're, we're going to go long. We'll we have leftovers long. tonight anyway. Yeah. We've got uh, uh, tortellini soup still. Oh Yeah, well, I killed the pork, so. And, uh, oh, you put kill the pork chop? Yeah. Well, we still have beef stew and tortellini soup. Okay. So between the two, we we're should good. feed the four of us. Yeah, so we're good. Anyway. Um, so let's. let's I wanted to end on a, a Thanksgiving note because yes. we're coming up to Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know if we're going to broadcast on Thanksgiving yet. No, we're not. No, we have, we're, not. we're having dinner here. We have people over. Okay. We're not broadcasting on Thanksgiving. Mm -mm. So before we do, I wanted to just leave you with a I mean, happy. Thanksgiving's not for a while yet. And y'all know. Well, my birthday is this Friday. Yes. Mix, of course, y'all know that because I've reminded you every day. What? Um, Mix's birthday is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Oh, on a true spiracy. Holy shit. We're going to have a true spiracy on my birthday? Mm -hmm. No shit. That's going to be awesome. Yep. Can't anyway, wait. That'd be fun. But uh, that'd be a good one. We're going to go for a double header. Ooh. Because. Oh, we're going to hit it again. Yes, you we have get to for this. With this, with this yes, one, yes. you got to hit it with totally. this one. So, so if you have it, yeah, it's time. This is fun. Spark it up because it's about that time. And I'm gonna pause no, no, this. No, 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 no. Yeah, don't, don't play the music. We're gonna play the commercial because yes. this is great. This is great. This is my most favorite commercial ever, ever. Okay, saw. here we go. Is that Toglers? Christmas, Mom. favorite <laughs> fucking merry christmas happy thanksgiving and all that other good shit that you do when you're high the best way to wake and bake is with toklers in your bong so yeah <coughs> okay out she's hungry the third dinner time i know damn that door just keeps popping open see humidity she's like Tongue. fucking gangbusters that's the best thing. I, yeah, I haven't seen that in a hot minute, but it's it's funny as fuck, and I love that commercial. So, Toklers to Toklers tonight, <laughs> folks. To Toklers. Yep. The best way to wake and bake is Toklers in your pipe. Yep. Because uh, when this comes to town, which is going to be here, like every, everyone's, everyone's going to be here soon. Let me preface this first of all so when this happened what should have happened 
was the street should have been aligned in American flags, as far as I'm concerned. The fact that I saw this tells me, nope, we don't live in America anymore, folks. No shit. That wasn't Beijing, people. That's San Francisco. Yeah. That's right here in the U.S. of A. They don't let you smoke weed in China. Yeah. Um, I, we're, not, we're, we're not going that way. Nope. Folks, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but when you see shit like that, that's scary. That's some scary shit. We need to get guns. We need to get serious. We need to stop talking about it. We need to start being serious about what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. You got it. Look, I, I'm. I, this is not a joke now. Look, when they're accepting world leaders like that in our country, folks, that ain't America. No, 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 sir. No, none of our forefathers would have ever bowed a knee like that to some foreign leader. There would have been American and Chinese flags maybe going down the road, but there's no way that we go full communist like that. Oh, no, we went full commie. Full commie. Folks, there's a problem here. This is not a country for us, about us, through us, or with us anymore. We have got to stop this. It's the only people that can do it is us. Well, or God. One or the other. Well, God can do it. You're not going to like it when God does it. But if God does it, we're fucked. And I mean, that's coming really soon. So So maybe it's about time we step up. Maybe it's about time we roll this bitch up and just say, you know what? We're going to smoke it for everybody. Because seriously, y'all, get ready survival-essentials.com promo code defiant saves you 40% right now 40% on your seed packs it's pretty fucking ridiculous and they've Tell never me. done it for anybody else in february or march when it's time to start planting your garden for the spring what if there's no shipping what if there's no power what if you can't get seeds then Because shit's only getting worse from here on out. Get it now while you still can. And I guarantee you, if you can get seeds in February or March, they're sure as shit not going to be 40% off. Folks, seeds are going to be, seeds are so easy to store. You just put them on your shelf. You you don't have to, you put them in a cold, dark area and just leave them there. They'll be fine. Packs of them in our OSHA boxes. Seriously, you you don't have to go crazy. You, Mm -hmm. you, You don't have to do anything special. There's, you don't need any refrigeration, no dry storage, no nothing. What you're going to need dry storage for is what they produce. Exactly. So, folks, you got to stop thinking one-dimensionally here. We need to start thinking about the whole problem from start to finish. How do I get grain from what I'm growing in my garden to on my table? What do I have to do to get it there? 
there some of those survival essential packs have amaranth grain in it, which is an ancient grain. French. Telling you. And then go to electrofreedom.com. Electrofreedom.com. Use promo code VET. There's still some left. Get $17 off your order or use promo code Wolfpack and get 20% off your order, whichever one works out better for you. Right. Telling you. Yep. We, we got to start thinking about this. This is where we're at. We're at that point. You know, there's, uh, you know what I also know? There's only a certain number of days left that we're going to be doing the show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here soon, you're not going to hear this information anymore. When the power goes out, so there's nothing we can do. How can you get this information now? You can go download our old shows, put them on a disc, keep them, and put them in a Faraday cage so when everything goes to shit, maybe you've got the same way to another device so you can listen and say, oh shit, now I got to listen. Just saying, everything that we know, we put in the show. We've always brought it here first. Yeah. When the shit goes to hell, that's when you're going to want to watch the Freedom Garden shows. Yeah. Seriously. Or the good book. So. Or a combination of all three. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but we are going to get out of here because we do need to feed everybody. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So uh, she'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. for the good book. Yep. Uh, you can check out the lovely Leanna tomorrow at 9.05 over on Pilled and Rumble mm-hmm. at the Leanna Wilbert Show. Uh, all you're looking is for the TNA Variety Show. You'll see it. It'll it says, pop up It says Leanna Wilbert on yes, Rumble. On yeah. Rumble. Mm-hmm. On Pilled side, it's... Lionel Wilbert, you'll see it. It's not a big deal. She's in here right now. Either way, we will be back tomorrow night, 5.45 p.m. for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Till then, for the Mick and Lynn. have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, fuck me. Ellsworth said Joe's full internet control passed today, too. Fuck. We didn't even get into the debt relief bullshit that even happened to I mm. that was one of the top ones I wanted to get into too that passed but- Leo we've been on for two hours and 48 minutes darling we went late so I'm sorry that you were two hours and 43 minutes late to the show <laughs> <laughs> we love you though bro oh hey, catch the rewind brother I, polka dot that's a great idea so do I get the biggest kit of seeds and trade what I wouldn't use yeah why not it'd I be mean, gold at that point yeah. think about it that would be gold when you could pass it out and think about how much money that would be worth to yeah. other people to grow their own. Come on, polka dot. You you're smarter than that. Come on. We know. Yep. You got it. All right. Either way. Now we're out of here. We'll talk to you later. Fuckers. We'll see you tomorrow night for the Mick and be Lynn. Have a great night. Thanks for watching y'all. Peace. Growing tomatoes, yeah. feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate.
over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can't. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy. Fuck around and find out. I love my 